Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Marshall. If only when we hear old age coming, we could bar the way and shout, the one you seek is absent. Call another day. Old age. It must come to everyone. Old age is, after all, only a part of the grand design for life. So why do we fight it? It's a battle no human being has ever won. That is, as far as we know. But who is to guarantee that we know everything? Ladies and gentlemen, my guest on Sports Personalities this evening is Miss Minnie Maxwell, former world tennis champion. Uh, Miss Maxwell, uh, you've, you've lost all your matches this year because you're having trouble with your backhand. Isn't that true? Yes, I'd say that's true. Well, now, uh, what, what seems to be wrong with it? There's nothing wrong with it. It's gone. Uh, gone? How? Well... I sold it. You, uh, you sold it. Uh, to whom did you sell it? I sold it to the devil. Our mystery drama, Whose Little Girl Are You?, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Marion Seldes. It is sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division and Contact, the 12-hour cold capsule. I'll be back shortly with Act One. The standard engine is a V8. Standard tires, steel-belted radials. There are front and rear stabilizer bars, special springs and shock valving, fast-ratio power steering, and a rally steering wheel. What makes all this interesting is that it belongs to a full-size six-passenger Buick, the 1977 LeSabre Sport Coupe. You'll have to drive it to believe it. values, the standards, the rewards of society rarely change. For instance, in ancient Greece, the wisest man was Socrates. The funniest was Euphrastes. So it should not surprise you to learn that Socrates was quite poor and Euphrastes was very rich. In the marketplace, trivia has always commanded a higher price than wisdom. After all, a semi-literate baseball player with an arm like a rifle is paid infinitely more than a serious scientist who is working on and may one day discover a cure for cancer. Oh, well, if you can't lick them, join them. So, we are in the broadcasting booth overlooking the action, high above a great modern stadium. A beautiful return by Minnie. Oh, and an even sharper one by Ruth Evans. Now the lob by Minnie Maxwell. Ah, but Ruth isn't full. She's ready. And, and there's the hard smash to Minnie's left, to the corner, to the backhand. Minnie's there. She hits it. Ah, into the net. Well, that's it. Game, set, match to Ruth Evans. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's the old story. That same old story. 
somehow, mysteriously, it, it's gone. That, that power backhand is gone. She was the greatest when she had it, and now at 27, in the prime of life, right at the peak of her career, Minnie Maxwell is all washed up. Oh, you're all really washed up, you loudmouth clown. Turn off the set. The nerve of that two-bit spieler. Why do you insist we look at a replay of the tape of the game? To learn something, maybe, that's why. Bad enough I had to live through that match on the court. Live? Call that living? You died out there. Well, then why do we have to screen the rebroadcast? So you can see what you did. It's what I didn't do. I didn't hit a decent backhand all day. You ain't hit a decent backhand all year. So? What else is new? All right. Go ahead. Be flip. Your career's coming apart, this seems. Go ahead. Be flip with your old man. Hey, so it's coming apart. But it's my career. Your career? Is that a fact? I busted my back to get us to the top. Think I'm going to let you throw it away? Grab a couple of rackets and a bucket of balls. Where are we going? Down to the court. I played a full match today. You didn't play. You showed up. Could have been arrested for impersonating a professional tennis player. Bob, what are we going to do? Well, we're going to work this out, Danette. I'm not a little girl anymore. You can't make me stand on that court hour after hour. Hello. Oh, it's you. Is Minnie Maxwell all washed up? Well, you're washed up as far as any interview is concerned, you creep. Spoke to him. That means I got to answer the phone for all those newspaper goons. Maria, for crying out loud, why do you put that stupid Bob clone through? All right, the wire's open. Let them all in. The murderers. Good night, Pop. Where are you going? Out. What do you mean, out? I'm 27, and I'm going out. You ain't going nowhere. Yeah? Oh, yeah, Harry. Good night. Yeah, well, hold it a second, Harry. Listen. You're in training. I said I was going out. You go out there, the reporters won't let you live. I know how to duck the reporters. Listen, when you get to where you're going to eat, you check with me. Now, I, I want you back here by 11 o'clock. Uh, listen, Harry, the kid's a little off her form. But pound for pound, she's still the greatest tennis player in the world. Hi. What are you doing here? Mind if I join you? I've got a date. Oh. You're sore at me, you and Pop both, huh? Why don't you go someplace where you're wanted and appreciated? And people can be thrilled by the presence of the great Bob Clone. I do my job, Minnie. Which is what? To shoot off that big loud mouth? Which is to report the fact. Well, the fact is I want to be alone, so take off. Oh, you said you had a date. Isn't true, huh? How did you find me? I thought I gave all you guys a slip. Why don't you have a date, Minnie? What are you driving at, Mr. Clone? Well, as a matter of fact, your name has rarely, if ever, as they say, been linked uh, with someone else since Carl Fortis. Is this a fact you have to report to your thirsty public? Hungry. Your hunger for facts, your thirst for knowledge. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I didn't have to ask that question. You've been too busy playing tennis all your life. Well, why don't you run back to the studio right now and put that on the air? What a scoop. It's a beat. Reporters haven't scored scoops for 40 years now. Please get out of here before you ruin my dinner. What happened to that backhand, Minnie? To the patented, potent Minnie Maxwell backhand, the scourge of the circuit. I guess it's gone with the wind. And also with the snows of yesteryear. What happened to the backhand, Minnie? You really want to know, don't you? All right. Write this down. I sold it. You, you sold it? That's right. 
Okay. Uh, to whom did you sell it? I sold it to the devil. The, the devil? Don't look so surprised. I, uh, I'm not all surprised. Sure you are. Why shouldn't you be? You've heard of people who sell their souls to the devil. I just sold my backhand. I, uh... <laughs> I'm going along with the gag. You think it's a gag? Yeah, sold your backhand to the devil. Uh, what, what did you get for it? What did I get for it? Oh, Bobby, that's the sad part. Nobody would want to hear about it. They'd laugh you off the air. You don't want to know what I got for it. Tell me, Minnie. I got long nights in which I don't sleep. And when I do, I have bad dreams. And and when the sun shines on that center court, I don't feel warm anymore. I, I can't seem to rest. I'm always so tired. Mm-hmm. You better see a doctor. Oh, I've seen a million doctors, the best doctors. But I finally discovered the cure I need myself. What are you talking about? I... I can't sleep. I, I told you that, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, you just did. So I just take a few pills, you see. Yeah. And they do the trick. But only for a little while. But in the morning I wake up... I, I still can't hit the backhand. So I... I figured out what to do. Do you want to know? Yes. If I take more pills, then I won't have any problem at all with that backhand. I, I just won't wake up the next morning or any morning. Minnie, do you know what you're saying? What I'm saying now is good night. Uh, 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 Minnie, listen. I've got to uh, go home. I'm in training and Pop raises the roof. Uh, Minnie, I, I can't let you go like this. Like what? Well, you as good as told me you intend to... Uh, oh, uh, but what a scoop. Or do you call it a beat? Minnie, you... You must be crazy. Oh, sure, I'm crazy. What is it? Good Lord, what is it? Two people bat a ball at each other across a net. That's all it is. That's all it ever was. And it's my whole life. Don't you understand it? It's my whole life. Uh, Minnie, you're... Minnie, you better see a doctor. Oh, say anything you like. I'm not going to be here tomorrow morning. Where are you going? Don't ask me. I'm just a dumb tennis player. I don't know anything. I don't know where I'll go. Heaven, hell, maybe you don't go anyplace. M- Minnie, would you, would you let me take you home? No, you stay right where you are. I'll start a real scene. Good night, Mr. Clone. Good night and goodbye. Is that you, Minnie? Yeah, it's me. Minnie. Oh, did you eat? Yes. What'd you have? What's the difference? Well, the difference is you got to lay off them starches. Yes, Pop. Oh, look, uh, Minnie, I... I know it's tough. Pop, I'm tired. You know what this game's all about? What life's all about? Guts. That's it. When you were six years old, I saw that. Oh, sure, you had talent, but you had guts. You wouldn't quit. You stayed on that court for hours and hours till you learned. Pop, I said I was tired. I don't I... know what it is, but we're going to fight it. And we're going to lick it, you understand? Sure. Good night, Pop. Oh, uh, don't read. What? Well, sometimes you stay up all night and read. Maybe it could be doing something to your eyesight. I'll call a doctor right now and set up an appointment. Now? It's close to midnight. Well, what do I care? 
For what I'm paying this quack, just let me hear him beef, even once. Good night, Daddy. Hey. You know something? What? I can't even remember the last time you called me Daddy. I... Good night. Yeah, kid. Good night. It disappeared overnight, that backhand did, but maybe it'll come back the same way suddenly. Maybe even tomorrow morning. Huh? He turned his attention to the telephone and to the call he was making to the doctor, and I went to my room. Maybe it will come back the same way, suddenly. Maybe even tomorrow morning. Well, it wouldn't be coming back. And those would be the last words he would ever say to me. The pills were in the bottle. I didn't even think about it. I'd made up my mind. What I was doing was wrong from every conceivable moral and ethical point of view. But all that was behind me now. I thought of what I'd said to Bob Clown about selling my backhand to the devil. I'd said it without thinking. I said it to be flipped. But now that I consider the implications, of course it's true. That's exactly what I did. And so I really have no choice, do I? I must take these pills. I'm going to take them right now. All of them. about taking an overdose of pills. Oh, no, no, no. Not her. Not my daughter. When did you last see her? Well, well, just before midnight. She she, she wouldn't do it. Pop, it's been bothering me. I I, I couldn't rest. Will you go look at her? No. No, nobody in my family would do that. Pop. Listen, you, uh, you, you come with me. Uh, Minnie? Minnie? Oh, 
Lord. In the midst of life, there is something about the young, the strong, the beautiful, something so transient, something so tragic. She lies there, her breath coming more and more slowly, her pulses failing. And some of you absolutely unreconstructed cynics in our audience are saying, oh, they wouldn't kill her off in the first act. Well, maybe we will, and maybe we won't. Why don't you wait till the second act, huh? talk about what's fair, consider. You get the most expensive racket money can buy. You hire the most competent professional money can attract. You practice long, hard, frustrating hours. And it's just about all you can do to serve that ball over the net. Then, along comes some sharp-eyed, sure-handed kid who never took a lesson in his or her life and it's bang, smack, whomp, all over the court. Never a miss, never an out. Fair? When was life ever fair? However, the sharp-eyed, sure-handed kids also have their problems. They grow older, and sometimes the world becomes a little too much for them. I remember. I said my prayers. Now I lay me down to sleep. And I stopped because I knew it was a lie. Because I had taken the pills. And so... I knew I couldn't fool the Lord. And I wasn't praying to the Lord, anyhow. But to the devil. Because I'd sold him my backhand. So I said a new prayer. Now, I lay me down to die. Yes. Lay me down in my own little bed. I had a little bed once, I remember. And uh, my mother... My mother would rock that little bed, and she would say, Whose little girl are you? Whose little girl are you? She's her daddy's little girl. Look at those arms, those long, pretty little arms. She's going to play tennis, Mother. She's going to be a champ. Daddy's little girl. Daddy's little girl. Oh, that little bed was so soft and comfortable. I felt so safe and warm. Even though sometimes I could hear Mother and Daddy, and they spoke very loudly. She's only a child, Everett. They're never too young to learn. She should be having fun. She has fun. What do you think tennis is? It's fun. Not for you. It's life and death. Listen, you get a kid like her only once every hundred years. She's our world champ. And you never were the world champion, were you, Everett? Oh, don't start that. I'll start it and end it. Don't you try to live through her. I know that argument. It isn't true. When you found out you had a little girl, you almost died of disappointment. You wanted a boy. What's got into you all of a sudden? And then, when she was five years old, you put a racket into her hand to make her the champ you could never be. This girl has a God-given gift to be a sin to waste. I don't want any more of this argument. You just let her grow up as a normal child, or, or you and I will be divorced. Oh, that's crazy. You and me... 
divorce. I promise you I will walk out of here with her and you will never see us again. Uh, honey, you, you've got to understand. The discussion is over. But I... Do you want our marriage to be over, too? And then Mother no longer came to sit by my little bed. My little bed that could rock like a boat. Oh, I love that bed. Then there was that night that mother looked very pale and the doctor came and they took her away. She never came back again. And daddy and I, we returned from the place where we buried her and daddy put me to bed. He was crying and he asked me, Whose little girl are you? You're, you're my little girl. You're my little girl now. And I was. I was. From that day on. Move! Get to the ball! What's the matter now? I'm tired, Daddy. You're tired because you eat candy. I told you not to eat candy. Oh, the teacher says we need sugar for energy. Well, don't listen to them teachers. What does a teacher know? Well, listen, Daddy, according to the books... What are you, you reading books for? You want to know something, you ask me. What do you have to know, anyhow? Yes, Daddy. And that's another thing. Don't call me Daddy. You ain't a little girl anymore. You're practically a grown-up kid. you got to quit pretending you're a kid. You, you just call me Pop. Yeah? Yes, Pop. I'm still in my little bed. And it's rocking. Rocking. Like a boat. And I'm lying in a boat, a little boat with, with Carl. Carl. What are you thinking about, Carl? Oh, I'm afraid to tell you. I didn't think you were afraid of anything. You football heroes. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> Us football heroes, we're usually afraid of everything. That's why we become heroes. <laughs> Fool everybody. Is that true? And you won't play pro ball? Sure, it's true. But that's where the money is. Well, there's money in chemistry. And that's what I want to do. Oh, but how can you even compare? Well, I played football only so I could go to college. Now I have to spend all my time with chemistry. But you, you could do both. Do you do both? Well, what do you mean by both? Well, do you do anything else besides tennis? What else is there? Well, could there be me? Well, of course there's you. I love you, Carl. You love me enough to give up tennis? Give up tennis? Well, we could play afternoons and weekends. What do you mean, give up tennis? Well, you know what I mean. The life. Oh, Carl, Pop and I, we worked so hard and so long. Why? Carl, this is the year I became women's champ. I beat Ruth Evans. Yeah, I know. The Ruth you, Evans. You proved your point, and I made All-American. I proved mine. Now, let's just live like human beings. We live like human beings, don't we? Do we? <laughs> Belong to a public. We live in a fishbowl. Don't you want to live a normal life? Oh, Carl. I love you. And I love you. Well, don't you want to marry me? Yes. But you don't want to marry me. How can you say that? Well, would you want to get married tonight? Sure. Yeah? Well, <laughs> tomorrow you leave for Australia for the Pacific Tournament. Oh, well, we'll just put it off a little bit until... Yeah, until when? 
Well, there's the Davis Cup. Then there's the Forest Hills, Wimbledon. One series of matches after another. When would we have time for a married life? We'd work it out. Two people who love each other could always work things out. Yeah, two of us could work things out, but not the three of us. You and me. But not you and me and Pop. Oh, Carl, you don't understand. Pop gave up everything for me. One thing he never gave up was you. All right. Why don't we just get married? I want it more than anything else in the world. The boat. The little boat, which used to be my little bed, is now rocking and rocking. Rocking. And everything is going wrong and wrong and wrong. Is he going to quit? He's not going to play football. Okay, but his career as being a chemist, is he going to give that up? Well, no. But what? He, he, he does what he wants to do, but you're the one who has to give the do the but giving up. Pop, look, it's time. Uh, time I to what? To... Cook the guy's dinner, darn his socks, wash diapers. Well, there's more to marriage than if that. You can be the greatest thing that ever lived. You're standing in the doorway right now and you're thrown away. Pop! You think you can just walk off and forget it? Now, look. Every time you read the sports page, you'll hate yourself. And then you'll hate him because he'll have made your Mrs. Carl nobody. No, he wouldn't. I know you better than you know yourself. You're my little girl. I, I know that look on your face when you walk off a court of winner. I know how you smile when the reporters surround you. You're like a queen holding court. You're the real royalty. Wherever you go, that's her. That's her, Minnie Maxwell. Minnie Maxwell. Millions of girls have died to change places but with you. Pop, I love him. Well, sure you do. That's why you mustn't let him destroy you. Don't let him turn you into a nobody, kid. All he wants is a nice, quiet little housewife. Well, you know in your heart it's not you. It can never be you. Not my little girl. And the boat spins wildly, and I'm afraid I'll fall out. And everything inside me, everything's coming together, being pushed together, being ground together. I'm frightened. I'm frightened. Hello, Miss Champion. Mind if I sit down? I wish you'd let me alone, Mr. Clump. I, uh... You see, by the papers, Mr. Carl Fortas, former All-American and sweetheart of America's sweetheart, Minnie Maxwell, was married yesterday. Is that a fact? Uh, weren't the two of you once engaged? Why don't you look it up in your files? Say, that isn't soda pop in your glass, is it? Why is that your affair? Do you realize how great you are as copy? I gotta protect my own interests. Start drinking that stuff seriously, you'll be washed up before you're even 25. You mean, I'm still not even 25? I feel as if I've been living forever. <laughs> Minnie. Minnie, what's really bothering you? Oh, who says anything's bothering me? What could be bothering me? Think of the millions of American girls who would die to change places with me. The boat. The boat spins crazily in the whirling current. And the, the waves. Huge, terrible waves 
right at the boat. I can feel each one of the blow against my heart. I can't stand the pain. Hey, what's this I hear? You going out tonight? Say the word and I'll stay home. Oh, what are you trying to do? Turn me into some kind of monster or something? All you have to do, say the word. Now, look, I, I know you have to go out, have laughs and so forth and so on, but you're in training. All right, hand me the phone. I'll have to call Mr. Eugene Chester Debois the third and break our date. The Debois kid? You, you go for him? He goes for me. Oh, baby. See? See? See what? This was all part of the plan. Become champ. Why? A bite. Why? So you can get to the top. Travel with the upper crust. Associate with the cream de la cream. Well, this guy goes for you. You know that his family has a billion dollars? Well, no, they don't count their money in front of me. And baby, you got this guy hooked. Reel him in. Reel him in. The boat spins and tosses in the water. The raging, boiling water. Suddenly, ahead is darkness. Darkness? And it's a cave. The mouth of a dark cave. A black cave. And the water stops churning. I am blinded just, just for a moment by a searing flash of light. I see someone standing in the water just ahead of me. A man. He's dressed in red. He holds a tennis racket. Flames shoot from his mouth. I, I, I know him. He's the devil. Hello, darling. The devil's face, but Eugene's voice. Who are you? Who are you? Darling, please sell me your backhand. Sell me your backhand. No. But you will, you will, you must. Never. How can you refuse me? Here we are on a nightmare journey, if that's what it is, with a terribly frightened young lady who may have taken too many pills. She sees the devil, or it looks like the devil. Anyhow, she's a champion tennis player, and he wants to buy her backhand. Well, you've heard stranger things than this on our program, haven't you? And the third act is on its way. The 1977 Buick Regal. It comes with Buick's terrific V6 engine. It carries six people and lots of Buick comfort. It's lean. It's maneuverable in city traffic. It's the most luxurious mid-sized car Buick builds. Yeah, this new Regal is pretty much everything a car should be. Except for one thing. It isn't yours yet. But it can be. Just see a Buick dealer for a test drive. Soon. Here in my hand is a little capsule. It's contact. It contains enough cold medicine to help relieve cold symptoms caused by every known virus. Think about that the next time you're sick. Sneezing, dripping, all clogged up. Then let us help you with real medicine, like contact. We're number one in the whole world. Give your cold to contact. Real medicine for real. 
feel cold. Take all the instrument. Colonel's Lady and Judy O'Grady, said Rudyard Kipling, are sisters under the skin, which is good small-D democratic doctrine. All women are basically alike. Wealth and power, poverty and meekness, these are but the costumes women wear to emphasize an outward appearance. Minnie Maxwell was sitting on top of the world, adored, heaped with honors and wealth, blessed with talent and beauty, and yet, one night, she deliberately took enough pills to make sure she wouldn't awaken the following morning. A terrible storm has swept the boat into a dark, dank, frightening cave. And the devil stands before me, laughing. And he holds a tennis racket and he swings it back home. Just like the one I had. Just like the one I had. Somebody help me, help me. Miss Maxwell, you leaving? I believe so. Mr. Uh, uh, Deboise, Eugene Deboise. Oh, yes, Eugene Chester Deboise III. Mm, and why do you pretend to forget my name? Get me a drink and I'll tell you. Mm -mm, too smart for that. If I let you out of my sight, you'll slip away. Why don't we both slip away, get away from the sound of that alleged orchestra? Why, those are the most distinguished jazz musicians in the country. I'm not impressed. <laughs> you know, Miss Maxwell, we could be good for each other. We're both supposed to be sitting on top of the world, yet we're both very unhappy. Speak for yourself. Oh? Are you happy? No. Not really. I see it in your eyes. What do you see in my eyes? What I see in my own. A feeling of having been cheated. Cheated? Of what? Oh, life, I guess. I don't think I was cheated. Well, then, why do you drink? Why? And why do I gamble? <laughs> it's terrible with me. I'm compulsive. Let's save each other. You're crazy. Sure, I'm crazy. But we crazy people, we're the hope of the world. Some hope. Help me. I'm alone. All alone. And, and now it's dark. It's dark again. And if no one will help me, I'll die. I'll go into the dark. Die. Oh, help me, please. Somebody help me. Eugene. Are you, uh, alone? Yes, Pop's at a dinner. Wait a minute. He's at your dinner. He's at your bachelor dinner. That's right. Why aren't you there, Eugene? It's all right. No one will miss me. Uh, Minnie, I... I need $50,000. Oh. Now, now, let me explain. I, you think I'm a millionaire. <laughs> aren't you? Well, quite a few times over. Then what's your problem? Well, the money's all tied up. I, I can't get at it. What are you trying to say to me? Well, I told you. Uh, I have a weakness. 
gambling. Jean, I thought we agreed. Yes, yes, you... yes, yes, we did. But it's it's like a disease. You you try to kill it with antibiotics, but sometimes a little bit still stays in your system. I borrowed some money from people who uh, who can become very dangerous if you don't pay them back on time. Yes. I took some negotiable bonds from the office. Oh, Jean. Bonds that are entrusted to me. I, I cashed them, and uh, there's going to be an audit the day after tomorrow. I have to cover them. But surely... No. You, you don't know how it is. You see, I, I, I can't go to my mother. But... My mother has disowned me on account of you. Oh. At the office in the company, they would love it for me to be disgraced. Why? Bois and company. They hated my father because he knew everything. They have contempt for me because I know practically nothing. Darling, lend me the 50000 I don't have it. Well, well, you must have at least ten times that much. But I, I, I don't have it where I could raise it by the day after tomorrow. And I can't raise it at all without telling Pop why. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you can't tell him why. But isn't it? Anyone you can borrow from? Well, not on such short notice. Minnie, we love each other. We need each other. Save me from disgrace. I can't. But if you love me, you'll save me. Well, tell me how. Well, there is a way. The only way. What is it? You have a match with Ruth Evans tomorrow. Yes. Lose it. Lose it? Yes, you... you you're the favorite. Lose the match? Deliberately? Oh, good Lord, what is it? A tennis game? You, you... want me to, to, to purposely lose the match? Well, it's only a game. A game? Darling, remember how we talked late at night? Well, you were drinking then. I saved you from that. I convinced you it was only a game. I saved you. I saved you. Minnie, now you've got to save me. But I can't. Darling, I... my beloved as heaven is my witness. I'll never gamble again. It'll be our secret. No one else will ever know. Now, look. I'll place the bets quietly in small amounts all over the country. And all we're going to win is the 50000 I owe everything I've got to tennis. What have you got? In this whole world, who have you got? Just me. Listen, no matter what she says, your mother won't let you go to jail. She'll make up the money. Oh, of course she will, but I'll be disgraced. Please, Eugene, now, Look, ask... look, why don't you do it for yourself, hmm? People are getting bored with you, Minnie. You're, you're, you're too good. You're too perfect. You're a machine. Show them you're human. Eugene, Lose I have... Lose one to Ruth Evans. You took the championship away from her. She hasn't beaten you since. Lose one to her, then... Beat her as often as you like. How could I lose to Ruthie Evans? Well, couldn't you have a little trouble on the court? We never have trouble on the court. Well, can't you be just a little bit off on your backhand? Well, it's my best shot. Yes, yes, and when it's off, there's there's no way you can win. Oh, darling, it would be different if you really cared. But you're tired of tennis. You're you're fed up. You you never wanted it to begin with. Just this once. Have a little bit of trouble with your backhand. And save my life. The fire. The fire in my body doesn't go out. The devil looks at me with fire darting from his eyes. And the fire reaches and touches my arm. My right arm. I, I try to draw it back. And now he laughs at me. He laughs. 
Oh, give me your backhand. Give me your backhand. Six o'clock, we're out on the practice court. We'll have to start all over again. Oh, we're not seeing any reporters. It's me, Eugene. Oh, well, come in. Come oh, on in. Minnie, my darling, I, I... I know how you must feel. Now, you try to cheer up. Huh? Oh, everything's all right now. Everything. Is it? Oh, yes, yes, darling, yes. You don't have to be a champ for him. She, she wins it back next time out. I'll never win another match as long as I live. Darling. Oh, it's, it's, it's okay. She's just had a bad I have day. no backhand. I don't have a backhand anymore. My arm, when I, when I bring it across my body... Look, Daddy. My arm... My arm feels dead. Oh, uh, you, uh... You need a massage. Oh, it'll be all right, darling. No, it won't be all right. It'll never be all right. It'll be better than ever. Oh, shut up. Honey, that's no way darling, to talk. Darling, you'll be fine. I told you to shut up. Darling, I, I, I realize it's a very emotional moment. Uh, m maybe I'd better... Yes, you better go. And I never want to see you again. The fire. I can't stand it. I'm lying in a little boat, which used to be a little bed. I'm burning up. The boat is sailing slowly through a dark cave filled with water. I must put out the fire. I, I, I must jump from the boat into the water, but without because the water has become a river of fire. Oh, please, please put out this burning, churning fire inside me. Please, please, please. you sell something you own that way to that certain party. You can never buy it back. I guess not. You were a great little girl when you had it. But you know something? You're going to be even greater without it. Oh, Pop. Do you mean that? I, I'm sorry, honey. It was my fault. Your mother was right. I, I did it for myself. But I love you, Minnie. I'm still your little girl, Daddy. I don't think that can work out anymore. Why not? Well, Bob Clone was with me all this time, and he heard everything you said. Clone? He'll broadcast it. You know him. Well, there's one way to shut him up, I guess. You'll have to marry him. Uh -huh. 
sportcaster Bob Clone did pick up the pieces after all, just as he said he would. Minnie still plays tennis, but it's just a social game. And you know something? When she plays that kind of tennis, there's absolutely nothing wrong with her backhand. It's even better than ever. I shall be back very shortly. would sell our souls to the devil. The soul is very important, very mysterious, and vital, not just to this life, but to eternity. However, we do seek to sell lesser pieces of ourselves. We sell a certain skill or an idea. It's the old theory about just a little bit of larceny. The fact is, the penalty is just as great. So, if you're going to do it, go all the way. Our cast included Marion Seldes, Russell Horton, and Bill Griffiths. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. I left Lizzie on the old logging road. We can make her get away that away. Splendid. Give me a moment only and I shall join you. Now, it ain't gonna pay to hang around. I have no intention of leaving this beautiful brew to federal agents who deny a man the right to make a, <coughs> if not totally honest, at least an honorable living. Do you have to talk so much? A point well taken, Yubi. No further talk, only action. Here, you carry the drum and we'll unroll it as we go. Well, well... What's the wire for? It isn't a wire. It's a fuse. Keep unrolling. Uh, well, I don't understand. Ours not to reason why. Ours but to do or die. Or at least do. Here we are at the car, and I see the fuse is completely unrolled. You have a match, Yubi? Why, sure, Eb. Here you are. I thank you kindly. You gonna blow up the steel? The fortunes of war. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Contact the 12-hour cold capsule, and Buick Motor Division. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.